0: Just a parentheses before we begin. Today is May 3rd, and this is traditionally the feast, a, a duplex of a double of a second class of the finding of the Holy Cross. And so this great day that we commemorate, we remember Saint Helena, who had found the true cross of Christ as we know that it is venerated throughout the world in a little forms such as our relics. If you know of a place or a church or an oratory that has it, please know that today's feast actually is in honor also of the finding of the Holy Cross. And we know that Eastertide is a time of joy for the children of God. For all of us, and it is also the main point in today's Holy Office and Mass that we celebrate today. The introit, for example, that was beautifully sung by our schola invites the whole world to rejoice in God's honor. Jubilate Deo Omnis Terra. The Holy Gospel that we have just read recalls the promise made by our Lord to his apostles that he would change their sadness into joy. By this joy, we understand not the gratification of the senses as offered by the world, but the spiritual consolations which God gives to those who serve him faithfully. So let us adore the eternal happiness which God has in himself, for in it is derived all our own happiness. Our Lord and Savior felt this joy from the very beginning of his life. Neither his agony in the garden, nor the sufferings from all the scourging, nor the abandonment on Calvary could Taken take it away from him. But in particular, at his resurrection, his most sacred heart was flooded with an ocean of divine consolations. Thou hast turned for me my mourning into joy, and hast compassed me with gladness, according to the book of Psalms. Let us then unite with the risen Lord. To rejoice with him and share the wondrous and innumerable consolations of his triumph. He communicates his joy to the Saints. As Saint Paul reflects, I exceedingly abound with joy in all our tribulations. The spiritual consolations that God grants to those who seek him are not of the essence of piety, no, but they are its flower, fruit, and fragrance. When they are withdrawn, these spiritual consolations that we speak of, if they are deprived from us, then we must endure the deprivation of them with much humility and patience. When God sends additional consolations to us, we should welcome them with gratitude and live so as to be worthy of them. See, dear faithful, this is how our Lord works. We are not always constantly in the spiritual consolation each and every day, every second of our day. And God deprives them for our betterment as well, so that we do not truly depend on these spiritual consolations, no matter how good they are, but they help us then by its deprivation to be more connected with our Lord, so that we. Do not feel so sensual or we always are positive, you know, especially with these consolations that may come to us to comfort us in time of need. But this is not all that. We need to search for the happiness of God, and that is unite being united with God in heaven. And that will be our ultimate joy and consolation. But these spiritual consolations for now help us along the way. Which is so different. From the protestant mentality where if you are not feeling well or good maybe god is punishing you and uh, also may god may say and uh, according to the protestant mentality that we must always feel good and blessed because that is a sign that god is always with us but that is not entirely true because god offers spiritual dryness as well permits it in us so that we through our aridity our dryness can overcome then the obstacles in our life and that's what he had permitted with job that's what he permitted with many saints especially that of saint francis de sales when he had so much spiritual dryness that he even questioned his own salvation and whether he will be saved by god but only when he St. Francis de Sales knelt in front of Our Lady, Our Lady of Deliverance, when he was fully then consoled by God, that God was always with him no matter what, no matter what obstacle, no matter what bad news he might have received, no matter what good things that he has done. As long as we are in the state of grace, dear faithful, that is something that we must try to persevere and endure in our hearts. That's what's joyful, dear faithful. And so, these, God sends us additional consolations to us. We should welcome them with gratitude and live so as to be worthy of them. They are the fruit of the passion of Christ, a participation in the grace of the resurrection and an anticipation of the joys of the ascension. That is, of course, coming up later in May. And hopefully by then we will be able then to join each other physically here at this church if things go well with this pandemic crisis as infections are going down each day Hospital- hospitalizations as here in connecticut at least are decreasing and so hopefully the archdiocese will be able then to open our churches up so that we may enjoy the feast of ascension thursday and also, hopefully, of Pentecost Sunday. These consolations are a fruit of our Lord's passion. It is by this mystery of that sin, the great obstacle to spiritual consolations, was destroyed by God's passion. Those living in sin are unworthy of every joy and consolation. Hell, with its punishments, Is the portion justly reserved for them, those who love to sin and to mortally sin, especially? And the remorse that follows their sins is already an anticipation of hell. They are absolutely incapable of enjoying God, those souls who are deeply rooted into grave sin because they do not see the love of God, they only love the things that are earthly that are creature-like and do not lift their head to see the joy that is reserved for them as long as they follow Christ and his will. But the passion of Christ has removed that obstacle. You know, it is not forever condemned. The sinners that we are have always an opportunity to seek forgiveness and also gives us an opportunity to find heaven and seek heaven as much as we can as long As we seek and endure in the grace of God. See, by suffering and dying, God has destroyed the reign of sin in us, substituting that of grace and charity. Thus have his sufferings become a source of joy for all of us. What is that pure delight which the devoted friends of God experience? if not the consciousness of divine grace that fills their heart, of the presence of the Holy Ghost within them, testifying that they are in the state of God's love. This blessing is due to the merits of Christ, the fruit of his passion. So our our Lord's soul is full of joy. Grief and suffering has disappeared But our Lord does not wish to enjoy the happiness of his resurrection alone. He desires that his Blessed Mother and his disciples, in fact, all those who have endured with his passion and suffering, should share in the joy of his triumph. What he did for the Blessed Mother and his apostles, he continues to do that for the members of the Church. By making them participate in the joy of his resurrection to all of us dear faithful of the catholic church we share in it whenever during a devout prayer of medit or meditation a visit to the blessed sacrament a thanksgiving after holy communion christ pours upon our soul the anointing of his grace making us feel his presence in our heart This is particularly true when we celebrate his glorious resurrection. The special grace of the Paschal Mystery is the grace of joy. In the Feast of Easter, which we celebrate daily for these 50 days of the season of Easter, which we continue to celebrate more than at any other time, the Church rejoices despite of our lockdown situation of the COVID-19. This is evident from the words that the Church places on our lips to celebrate the triumph of the risen Christ. This is the day that the Lord has made. Let us rejoice and be glad therein. However great may be the joys granted to us on earth for this time, they are not heaven, just as the mystery of the resurrection was not the perfect consummation of christ's victory but they are related to the happiness of the next life as the dawn is to the full day they are a pledge giving us a foretaste of what god has in store for us the risen christ was with his apostles but He is approaching the hour when He will return to His heavenly Father, completing His mission on earth on that day of His ascension, that completion and completion of His earthly mission on earth. And He already anticipates it, His eternal bliss. Christ and His devoted followers are still we are still subjected to the trials of the present life, especially as we experience this pandemic crisis and its consequences. But the interior peace and happiness which we feel when God visits us shows us in perspective the end of the labors and the glorious reward of our trials and sufferings on earth. This hope sustains our courage and gives us a new strength to help us carry our own cross in the footsteps of our divine master. So, dear faithful, let us not be so discouraged or saddened by this present situation, but let us rejoice in the resurrection of the Lord. And St. Francis de Sales, as we conclude, says, An endless felicity and glory, one that will last eternally and one which we can never lose. Let us walk happily and joyously among the difficulties of this passing life. Let us embrace with open arms all the mortifications and afflictions that we will meet on our way, since we are sure that these pains will have an end when our life ends, after which will only be joy, only contentment, and only eternal consolation. Amen. In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Ghost. Amen.